0: The Research and Experience Podcast. You are listening to the Research and Experience Podcast with your hosts Mafio The Reminder and Andre Holston. The vision of the Research and Experience Podcast is to enrich and edify people's minds through self-mastery. Self-mastery being the ability to control one's mind from inner influence versus outer influence. Our motto is, if you knew better, you would do better. Control your mind, control your world. Hello, and welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Research and Experience Podcast with your host, Mafia. The Reminder, and Andre Holston. Today's show, we have a special guest, Tracy Brown of Maywood, Illinois. Very good brother of mine, doing a lot of wonderful and amazing things, you know, in his area of Maywood and Bellwood and the surrounding areas. Oh, wow, This 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 podcast was, man, came to me. I was just talking to my brother on the telephone one day, and you know, just two good spirits put together, and I'm thinking while we talking, like, the world need to hear this what we're testifying right now. So, you know, I, I asked the brother, would he be interested in, you know, just coming to the podcast and sharing his heart with us? So, it's come to fruition, and ladies and gentlemen, again, of Maywood, Illinois, Tracy Brown
1: what's up world what's up dallas uh, what's up chicago how y'all doing my name is tracy brown i'm uh the director of operations of athletic connection uh that's based in the uh, chicago, Greater chicago area um how y'all doing what's up
2: <laughs> what's going on trey
0: yeah. trey good to have you here brother and um you know uh so excited about it. Um, if you could just share with us, you know, I, I know you're doing a lot of things, and I just don't want myself to know. I like the world to know. So if you could just tell us about some of the organizations and, you know, uh, a couple of things each organization stands for and what y'all are doing, you know, things of that nature. Please, sprinkle the world.
1: Uh, uh, I am actually, like I said before, Director of Operations, to Athletic Connection. Um, what we do is we mentor uh, the youth. Program the youth in the neighborhoods. Um, we actually train a lot of the kids in the neighborhood with basketball, baseball, and football. Okay. We use actually sports to lure the kids in to our mentoring program. Um, okay. And we also have a another foundation called the Brown House Experience. Okay. Right now, we have. uh mm-hmm. is actually mentioned Right now, we're mentoring a lot of the young girls from like fourth grade to like eighth grade or fourth grade and up. Okay. Um, it, it, Especially, you know, in Chicago, we really don't have a lot of programs. Right. And we really have to get to the youth, get through to the youth in some ways. And, and actually, a lot of times we use sports to get through to them. Okay. Um, because in a lot of cases that the kids, they really, you know, when you go up to them talking to them about life or any situation, they feel that you're preaching to them. Right. So we use the sports is a bridge to other, you know, areas. Yes. Um, yeah. Athletic Connection actually is the base of our sports programs. Like okay. I said, we train a lot of the um, the uh, youth in the neighborhood with baseball, basketball, and football. Um, and with the girls, we do the Brown House Experience. We have the programs of, you know, here they took a lot of the programs out of the schools of like uh, auto shop, wood shop, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. parent planning, uh, cooking, Life cooking skills. classes took a lot of that out of the schools yes so what we're doing we're putting that back in our, we have a lot of those in our program we're teaching kids about life okay. something they can use right now yes you yeah. know what i'm saying yes. and, you know because a lot of kids school is not for a lot of kids <laughs> so it's like we're trying to um you know trying to put you know tr- gear them scores a the trade maybe we might can teach girls how to do hair or do uh Patties or teach a guy to fix cars or heating the cooling and things like that okay. at the age of 16 to 15. Yes. So they can be ready for the real world. You yes. know, So and, and a lot of black, a real black history. But that's another story for another day. I <laughs> um, love that. But, you know, it, it's, it's been good for us. We started in 2014, and right now, it's, it's moving towards, um, you know, it's moving faster than expected, man. We've, okay. we've done a lot of stuff in the neighborhood with, um, was like, we've done the Easter egg hunts. We did, uh, we got a bowling, our fourth annual bowling event is coming up in a- April 9th. Okay. Um, where we, re- we raised funds cause we're not getting any grants right now. We're, we're going by strictly fundraising and donation. Okay. Um, we've done the Christmas gift giveaway. We've done Halloween parties. We've done skating parties. Um, we've done, man, we've done a lot of stuff, man. We got a lot of stuff on our events, uh, tab on our website okay. that you can see. Um, the, the uh, brown house experience we just had an event a couple months ago where we had you know stations for the kids one station talked we taught the little boy, you know we taught kids how to fix a bike flat a lot of kids don't even know how to do that mm-hmm. we taught mm-hmm. painting and, and girls who want to do fashion we showed them how to you know how they the kids these days, how they got the you know the design on the pants. We'd allow them to do that, right, right. and the parents loved it, man. So and and they're dying for us to have more and more things like that in our community because right. we have to get them off the street. We have to channel their mind and their energy in different things because y'all know how it is in Chicago. You know, y'all see it down there.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I really like the brown house experience particularly. It's such a, a innovative idea to give kids idea of you know i mean school is not necessarily the only way like you can learn a trade you can you can take a an interest and turn it into something that you could that you can benefit from monetarily i think that that's a really good idea that i had never heard of before before i even talked to this man so so congratulations on that brother
0: yeah and i was saying the same thing as well um how you're gearing kids towards you know being mindful for their future and where they would go because so many kids are so discouraged with school nowadays mm-hmm. and they don't even think about their future and to give them ideas you know they see people that do different trades all day long but for them to say that hey I could do this or I want to do this or let me just jump out I think that's a great segue and you know in tuning their mind or inclining their mind with possibility so man, I commend you on that brother I, love yeah,
1: that. I appreciate it man a lot of these kids are maybe not book smart they may be street smart mm-hmm. or you know, you take a kid that may not do well on the A C T or in the classroom, man, they could they start they could start their own business. Mm-hmm. You see that you should see some of the things that these kids write down that are going on in their minds or how they or how I want a restaurant. These kids like, sixth and seventh grade. Wow. They have restaurants and how to, you know, pay each employees and stuff like These kids are smart, man. He's right. like, wait a minute, right. you sixth grade, think about this. Mm-hmm. But we have to understand we have to channel that street mentality into a Fortune five hundred mentality. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of, or tell them waiting until they thirty and exactly. you say, know, Oh man, I can do a business now. If they think it like that when they're sixteen or seventeen, maybe when they twenty one, they out here with their own restaurant or own barbershop exactly. or own beauty store yeah, exactly. or beauty supply store because we have to, you know, put it in a ingri- and put it in their head that you can have your own business. You don't have to work for people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. we have to start there early, man. And, and Brilliant Brown Beauties is the girls right now. And okay. Brilliant Brown bows is going to be the fellas. Okay. So, you know, the girls are awesome, man. They fun, you know, and it's like they smart. And, you know, my sister Tia, my sister-in-law Tia, um, she's a teacher. Okay. So, you know, she, she runs into a lot of these girls that they come from, I'll say, difficult backgrounds. Okay. You know, they may not have a mom or dad at home and these kids may come to school, uh, may not have eaten, may not may wear the same clothes every day. So it's like they feel down. But when they with my sister, right. man, they brighten up their day, man. They be thirsty. They, we do it once or <laughs> twice a week and they want to yeah. do it every day. It's like because we show them love.
0: Right. A lot of
1: kids, you know, a lot of kids ain't never had nobody really tell them they love them. Exactly. Like that exactly. seems small to us, but, but to them, it's mm-hmm. like. I, I've never had nobody you know you hear their stories man and, and, and it'll it, it touch your heart Yeah. And, so we, and, we do it out the love we we don't we're not profiting we're not getting no money a paycheck for this we love doing
0: I love, it love no doubt and Trey if you I know. may uh, pardon please pardon the interruption man I just want to give a shout out to your sister Tia I've never met her but uh, you know from exploring the website about a week ago I saw that she was uh, on the Chicago News for being an outstanding teacher man and uh <laughs> Man, make sure you tell her, let her know, hey, we're going to meet one day, but I'm proud of her already,
1: you know. Oh, yeah, you know. I, I'm a definitely, you know, I know she listening and smiling, you know, she's humble, but, no doubt. Uh, you know, it's like my brother picking off a woman, you know, Donnell. You know, my brothers and sisters are teachers, and okay. we're surrounded by, you know, uh, a lot of the guys when our program, After the Connection, they're from grammar. Okay. And, uh, you know, they come, they, they know their history. And they, you know, they come back, and everybody had this plan that we're going to help the community. We actually, I'd like to give a quick shout out, real quick, um, Stackhouse Tobacco in Lancaster. A, a lot of they donate to us, okay. and there are a lot of guys from Grand Farm, from okay. Um and a guy from uh, that plays actually locally to, at SMU. Still around, he's familiar with. He, he okay. supports us a lot too. Okay. So, um, you know, it, it, we got a lot. Of, we get a lot of love, man. It, it's not just in our neighborhood; it's across the nation. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, we just like what we doing, man. And you know, we train. Like I said, we we train a lot of the best players in the area. Yeah. And you know, we you know, it's not about sports, but we have to get them to college. The ones that want to go to college, hey man, and it's free. Right. right? Who else does that? Right. You know right. what I'm mean? It's like a lot of people they train it on oh, and it's ninety five dollars an hour. In many cases, a lot of these kids can't afford that. Right. So What do we do? Right now, you can't pay, you can't, your mama can't pay me. But we not, he might not have seen his mama in three days, or right. his dad is locked up or gone or something. Like, what do we do with a kid at six five, two twenty 220, that needs some help? Right, oh, come on, man, we got you, right, right.
0: You know what I'm
1: saying? And so, you know, now we look at how to play all conference, and all state going to college, and mm-hmm. just show love. Hey, how you doing, man? Like, that's right. it, and keep going, and just each one, teach one. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know? That's
0: all. And I also like to uh say to our listeners as well, um, I heard you say earlier that, you know, you're funding, you're having difficulties with that and writing grants and things of that nature. Anyone that have any type of networking or uh, resources that could help out the Brown Foundation or uh Athletic Connection, please reach out. You know, I'm sure Um, We'll have a segment at the end where Tracy will give all this contact information. Uh, Reach out to the com. You know, leave an email. We'll definitely get you connected because, again, it's all about bridging the gap. You know what I'm saying? Helping out the people and you know, bringing community back to the community or putting the neighbor back in the hood, you know, where, and so many times, yeah. our, our communities aren't communities or our neighborhoods are just hoods with no neighbors. You know, you yeah. live next door to people yeah. and they don't even know yeah. where we grew up. You knew everybody in the four-block radius at eight years old. Mm-hmm. And your mom gave them liberty to whoop you if you're out in the streets <laughs> doing wrong and bring you home but she going <laughs> to oh, whoop you. You know, oh, it, you is know it is you know, what it
1: is. So, like, like, You know, with our funding, it's like, you know, 85% of our donations come from women. A lot of them right. are single women. Okay, You know what I'm saying, So and they enjoy what we're doing, so the 10s and 20s, the twos and fews, they add up. Right. We turn right around and, and invest it back into the kids. Right. We had a camp, we had a football camp with my brother, with Donnell, he the uh, director of football operation. We just had a camp okay. with him. We had no Nike backing, no Under Armour, like these other camps have. Mm-hmm. We did. He came out of his pocket. To mm-hmm. pay for these shirts, mm-hmm. to, to rent this place out that costs money. Yes, and it's like we had we had over two hundred kids at the camp. Wow, that's beautiful. Like where well, they do that, like with that's no beautiful. backing, yeah. with no, you know, you know, you, know, you know, most of these camps you see, you see the Nike, Under Armour, and and Adidas, so like they got funded. Mm-hmm. We don't have the funding, right? And we had the same turnout, they turnout, right? They, they had, right? You know, so it's like baseball. We had a baseball camp. Uh, shout out to you know Byron and Chris Banks. They they run our baseball for us, okay. and it's like we have fifty kids in the middle of the week at nine in the morning. Fifty, you know kids what I'm saying? So it's the yeah, it's weird. like you know it's it's like these kids want these programs, and we just shove it to them like here, come on out, right? Just, you know, and they love it, right? And, and it's like, and it's also you know we teaching them the fundamentals of each sport we have. Right. Which they really don't teach these days, but that's another conversation. Exactly. But it's also mentoring because once they give it, you know, it's hard for a kid to trust you. Yeah. So once exactly. you're talking to them and, and you know you befriend them, you start showing them love, and mm-hmm. they start texting you. their report cards and say, coach, look, yeah. Yeah, Coach yeah. Trey, look what I did or, or stuff like that. that it's like they enjoy that. Yeah. It makes me want to do more. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's good, man. It's good in the neighborhood, man, and you know, it. so. Yes. We, we got a guy down there in Dallas, actually, um, Cass Brown. He's actually our Athletic Connection regional scout in Dallas. We have a lot okay. of the uh, basketball for Dallas on our website. You know, he scouts for us. Like, we, you know, he's a Grammy alum, too. He's okay. from Chicago. Okay. And it's like these people in other states, they love what we're doing. They want to be a part of it, so they – They, you know, they volunteer and they, you know, they services. It's no money. They understand our vision, our big goal. Yeah. And they want to be a part of it, man. It's like people in different states, like, hey, man, I want to help, man. I want to help. What can I do? And we give them a list, and and they ready. Exactly. You know, so. Exactly. You know, Las, Las Vegas, too. My brother, the CEO, Jason Gibson. I mean, you know, he and Vegas doing the same thing. It's like it's just not Chicago because, every major city has the same problem that we have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we just trying to make a change, man. We ain't ain't just talking. We doing right. Right. we're
0: doing. And I know know you're doing because I was on the uh, Athletic Connection website. This was probably about a few weeks ago, you know, just checking it out. And I seen that uh, y'all had your list of, you know, top athletes in different areas or regions or states, and y'all had a couple kids from Dallas. I thought that was amazing, somebody all the way from Chicago, you know, Getting given exposure to kids statewide,
2: yeah. they got the highlight reels on there and everything, everything. Yeah. everything. You know,
0: oh, yeah. we, doing we, interviews we know with the kids. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. We know the ball is down there. In All right. We just, okay. It, you know, it's like <laughs> when I see the family these kids, it's like, man, well, why ain't nobody talking about these kids? Right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's what what we see and what we personally, what I'm seeing is like when you take a certain kid to a camp and it's 300 kids, mm-hmm. these. So-called reporters—they already know who they are going to write about. Already oh, yeah. coming in the gate. Yeah, this exactly. other kid right here—he might have a passes ACT, have three point five GPA. They might not, not not say nothing about him. Right. Uh, right. Us—we going through everybody huddle account on football, everybody's YouTube. Beautiful. We we going on everybody. Yeah. We going rank. We we might not rank them one through ten or one through fifty, but we gonna show you some love. Say, hey, this man right here can play. Yeah. And and some of these colleges they're looking into it because, you know, they following us on Twitter, like, hey, what they doing, what they doing. Right. It's like, you know, we not, like I said, again, I said, we're not backed by Nike or Jordan or <laughs> none of these people. Though we know some of those people, but they have not backed the truck up and say, here, here y'all go. They okay. haven't done that just yet. Okay. Ooh. You know, so it's like, you know, we still going to go hard regardless. Regardless. And like I said, we, you know, our funding comes from our community with, <laughs> with, with, Our crime and our unemployment rate it's like we still get the love from the people because they understand what we doing and we showing them what we doing like it's about the kids About you know so So, and look with that
0: being said I'm gonna throw another plug out there for all of y'all people that know these uh, Under Armour and Nike reps that's out here with these big kids man send them to Athletic Connection send them to the Brown Foundation you know we all need a little help you know um it's one thing that, that intrigues me all the time in mind how when somebody is a, at a stature and they had a help, everybody want to latch on to that, but that one kid that could use a little help, they just step over them. And I'm speaking from experience because I understand the politics of recruiting and all that. When I was, mm-hmm. you know, I thought I was one of the best players in the world when it came to football. But, you know, they put people over me and I was discovered by a, a, a high school coach that was in our conference a team came to recruit over there and he sent them to my high school to say, go look at this kid. So I totally understand that, man. Yeah. And I just applaud y'all, man. And I pray God send that send that, that, that blessing y'all way to really be more impactful because it's not about us, like you say, making money. We don't make money, but we do it out of the love because yeah. we understand the situation.
2: Yeah, and and that's the law of attraction right there, man. You yeah. put good things out into the world, good no things doubt. are going to come right back to you. So nothing but blessings your way, Trey. But with that being said, man, I don't want to cut nobody off, but we do need to take a quick break. So let's take a break and then we'll come back right back and jump back into it. That's what's up.
0: Are you ready for a power hour that will change your life? Packed with information,
2: filled with and the hottest podcast, research and experience alright you All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Research and Experience podcast. We're here with Tracy Brown talking about his uh, beautiful foundations. Uh, one thing that I did want to bring up though, man, with, with with everything that's going on in the news right now, Chicago is such a it's, it's being so highlighted by everybody, politics or just any type of view you may have. Somebody's going to bring up Chicago and all the deaths and killings that they say is going on out there. Um, with that being said, I mean, if you're not in Chicago, you're really only getting a a view of it from what's happening on the TV screens or what exactly. they're telling you on the radio or what you're listening to from the music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a firsthand type of perspective, so... I was wondering if you could help us out with that. Give us any insight into what's actually going on down there.
1: Actually, it, it's like Chicago. It's like, um, man, it, 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 it's hard for me to say right now because it's like, you know, the kids right now, they thinking about dying. This is real. Sixteen and seventeen. You see some uh. on the Twitter post like, "When I die, this is such is gonna happen to me." But this is start. This has been going on for years. It's just the social media has pumped it up because, you know, now it's in everybody's face. Right. This has been going on since the nineties, two thousands. You know, at any given time, seven in the morning, sixteen year old can get killed. Mm-hmm. You know, right after school, it's like, you know, nighttime, it's like like you see, it's like oh, a twenty shot or a thirty shot or, or a weekend it's fifty five getting shot and twenty getting killed. Mm-hmm. They they smother they crunching the numbers even then. Right. You
0: know
1: what I'm saying? Right. It's like it's gentrification, just Yeah. It's like, um, Rahm don't really care. As long as it don't cut, touch downtown and the gold coast where he, where he's making his money. So Ram is the really mayor. Don't, don't, don't Rahm Emanuel is, okay. the, uh, Emanuel is the mayor. Okay. So it's like, long as it don't, you know, touch his money, it doesn't really matter to him. Okay. When it actually really started getting escalating was when I think when they started, we supposed to have got the Olympics, we were in the running for the Olympics and they taught, they started carrying down the project. Mm-hmm. which is over there by the Sox Park um, out of the National State street um, you know Cabrini Green you know what good times you know that High. They, right. right. um, they started cheering down the projects and what they did they was like okay well y'all gotta move they're like where okay well y'all gonna move either in the suburbs or y'all gonna move to the city on the south side as far as the south in the hundreds or the 90s or something like that it's like you know people that grew up in the project, they like well you know, some of them moved to the suburbs, Boldenbrook area, DuPage County. But most of them like right now, we know the city, so we'll stay here. Right. What they didn't know is, at the same time, they locked up all the gang leaders right. who was controlling every area, all those project builders. Okay. And they said, well, okay, y'all gonna move into Robyn neighborhoods. Okay, go over here. So that's like basically telling somebody who worked cabs restaurant at McDonald's to go up into the McDonald's building and you're a boss now you overseeing fifty McDonalds. Right.
0: Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, okay, well, you some areas, gang areas you should control twenty by twenty blocks. Now with the carrying down the projects and sprinkling everybody in every neighborhood, then now it can go two by two. So if if I if I stay on a certain block, I can't go two blocks down
0: because the ride was serious? down there. Right.
1: I can't go three blocks over because the ride was over there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, they, they're tearing down the schools to make it to where it's okay. So if a school is on this part of the neighborhood, all the certain gang go to this school. Now they say, okay, well, we don't close this school because of attendance, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Now you tell all these kids that's been going to this school. Now nah, y'all got to go to the rival school where the rival gang's at. So the kids either going to get beat up or killed every day or you don't go to school. Oh, either. <laughs> wow. So, so what choices do you make as a kid? Wow. And you have no other choice. Right. So no, you can't get into Catholic school. no that's not gonna happen. Right. So they create the charter schools
2: mm-hmm. with
1: private funding.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm mean? saying? So every everything is switching to charter schools, but that's a whole another conversation. Yeah. But everything on the outside looking in ain't the same with the charter school. Right. Right. you know what I'm saying so it's, it, you dealing with it every day yeah. it's like you can't I mean and, and the killer's on the expressway mm. where you where you going <laughs> where you going you want to get something to eat you going to school you riding taking your kid to, to you know to school or to church or whatever like that if your car looked like somebody that was in the shooting last night oh they just going to ride up and shoot and be like oh wait man that wasn't even there. that wasn't even there. wow Bro, wow. they're like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. No, you know, you see the kids are getting killed. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man, you know, why are they killing kids? It's because what you don't know is somebody else's kid got killed last week.
0: Right. But they're not saying that. Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? So right. it, it's stuff that you read into, and it's like everybody has these solutions when you're talking on social media. Mm-hmm. But these people are not going out there. Right. right. They're not finna... Because they nephews and sons and all of that is involved in it. They're not going to... You know, it's cool. I, you know, I'm for protesting and marching and, and, you know, you know shutting down Black Friday, all that. But 20 people get killed regardless. Right. It's like, right. you know, everybody has their own opinion. Mm-hmm. But it's either you're part of the problem or you part of the solution. Either and what we're doing, we're trying to be a part of the solution. Because we know right. some of these kids that come to our programs that you think they... They brother and them got
2: killed the night before. Right. Trey, what's the what you, what's what's the police right? presence like out there, man? Like what what's the relationship between between the the communities and the police and, and is there even a police presence I, in most of these
1: places I, or are they I, just kind
2: of letting I, this stuff go Police present the
1: police present, the but they're part of the problem. Hmm.
2: How so you know what I'm mean? it, saying? So? Yeah. It's like,
1: you know, they stay, you know, they stay killing blacks mm. with no gun.
2: With no you gun You know what I'm
1: mean? saying? So the, the the blacks that have no gun, like okay, you know, right, right. if if the pol- if if they get a call, and oh uh, it's been shooting over here on Southern Central Street, they gonna pull up on hundred and fifty thinking, okay they got a gun, I'm gonna jump out, and they see somebody running, oh they shooting, they ain't thinking about nothing else, right? That, hmm. and then they two say the same thing, wait a minute, that wasn't even them,
0: right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: you see what I'm saying?
1: Right. Like, and they got the dash cam. Oh, well, everybody got to have a body camera, dash cam. Man, come on, man. They cut that stuff off.
0: They turned them off, huh? You know
1: what I'm saying? Right. They turned them off. Yeah. You know, because the thing is, what they're seeing in Laquan McDonald, you have to look at the date on the video. Mm. That happened two years prior, a couple of years prior. Right. They didn't, they held it because Ron was running for, the, for mayor then. Right. They couldn't have that mud on his campaign they held that they held a lot of them back yeah. and it's still more that they got in the stash that they have not brought out, the they, just out <laughs> the they just lot out money they just funneled out money yeah that's it yeah wow so that make the kids So when the kids sitting on the porch or we're hanging out you see the police coming in the corner you don't know if they're gonna just start shooting at you or not mm-hmm. you know wow. yeah you know what I'm saying? So they instantly, we on defense mode. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. police at the corner, you, it's just like a rival. Mm-hmm. They just shot my homie last week or two weeks before or killed my friend. Now the guy who killed my friend is, was on death duty for 30 days. Now he out. Now he hit the corner. Now what you thinking? Man, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, how they how they hit the corner in your family. You think like the end of the of society when they hit the corner hanging out. That's how you thinking. Yeah. It's like they get the corner, they finish our shooting. Right. That's real. That's real. And they're not shooting one, two times, they unloading the whole clip. The one in the front and the back shooting, they all and everybody just shooting. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this is every day though. This is when it's you know, y'all got different weather down there. This happened ten degrees. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm right. saying? Uh, it right. ain't even hot out here yet.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> You know what I'm mean? saying? I'm not laughing to be you know, but yeah, I hear you. it's not even hot out here. Right. The funeral procession. Hey, they just killed. They shot somebody at the funeral at the at the burial site two weeks ago here. Wow. During the burial
0: in in the cemetery.
1: In the cemetery. Wow. And then last week, they funeral procession was going down the street, and somebody cut somebody off, and they shot shooting at them. Like that. it's real. Wow. So if you're a regular, you know, uh, citizen, you thinking in your man, well, you know, I'm not a part of that, nah, you ain't finna think like that. You better be looking. Everybody. Yeah. yeah everybody. 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 Wow. Nine in the morning going to church, you looking at air car, you know. Stop wow. lights, you know. Wow. So I mean it's it's real out here, man. You know, it's the, these, the young people, they don't have no guidance, and a lot of, half of them don't care about the guidance. They right. just, you know, my my mentality is I want to be known to be as a shooter. Right. That, that's the juice out here. It's not the money, you know, the street level thing, a sense of it. It's like, I want to be known as a shooter, not a person who's getting money. Right. Because it's, it's better. Than, what, what was it? Bronx Tale, I'd rather be feared than loved.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: They'd rather be feared.
0: Yeah. yeah, wow, because they may don't know yeah. love. Hey, Trey, you uh, mentioned something that, that, that uh, i like like for you to dig a little bit more into. Like, you mentioned the mayor, and then it trickled down to the police and then down to the people. So we see the effects that, you know, the city have from from that aspect tell me a little bit about how the individuals in the community, like some of these example families that you deal with, you know, per our conversation, you were talking about, you know, a particular situation. If you could just, um, just share with the listeners how it's trickled down to individuals in the, in the communities, families, these mothers, these fathers, if they're present, you know, the effect on some of those of the Chicago
1: forces. Well, I, I kind of, me personally, um, uh, you know, I used to work at a funeral home for like five years. Okay, so I used to see this every day. Mm-hmm. I see three, four, five hundred funerals from people that's two months old to ninety years old. Mm-hmm. And working at the funeral home, you see the other aspect of what's going on behind these deaths. And it's when you take, it's like no matter what the person is doing in the street, it, it, when you when you lose somebody in your family, you hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's like for a single mom, there's a lot of single moms out here. One, there's more women than men out here anyway. Mm -hmm. And now, you you know, a lot of men going to jail, Mm -hmm. um, get killed, and it's leaving more kids back for these mothers to burden. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's hard for a mother to, you know, get up and go to work all day and then be a mom at home because oh, when you when she at work all day for eight hours, some of them 10 to 12 hours, mm-hmm. it's like they're out in the street or mm-hmm. with their grandma the other time that you're not with them. right? So mm-hmm. it's like these women, they have a male mentality. It's like, oh man, I gotta keep getting my kid away from here. Um, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. It, 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 these kids see that. It's like I don't have no dad in the house. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of situations where it's, it's all women in the house and no men, right? So you know these kids' mentality. You have to realize where they getting this stuff from, right? Not, I'm not blaming no women for none of that, but you have to have a male role model somewhere,
0: right?
1: right. To teach them how to get out of these sticky situations. Mm-hmm. We all been in situations as kids, man. Like ain't nobody, you know, perfect, right? Yeah. But right. it's like with these families, man. It's like it, this burden on these women is getting
2: harder and harder. Yeah. You just you know need some not even not even necessarily that you have to have a man around to to raise a good kid. Just the yeah. fact of having that help to not have to do it by yourself exactly. is, is is enough.
1: It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, It's a lot of strong women out here. I know them. They are my family. I meet them through our program. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's so it's only so much a woman can mm-hmm. take on a daily basis without snapping like a man. Right. And and it is like this It's like a lot of times we are teaching these young men to be quiet, to be a man, not to cry, not to open up, not to share your feelings. So these men or these boys or these teens have all this rage built up inside of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now when something small happens and they snap, you are like, what's wrong with him? It's like because you keep telling them. Yes, if he opened up, he's soft mm-hmm. or he's emotional. Mm-hmm. So he holding all this stuff in that he's mm-hmm. been seeing as a kid. Now he's nineteen. Now he's out here crazy, like a or snapping, talk. yeah, right, or like a madman because he's holding this stuff in. Yeah, because you told him that opening up is emotional. It's the girl trait, right. You know what I'm saying? So he has to, when he see his friend get killed, he has to be quiet. Mm. <laughs> when he see his mother, something going on with his dad, he has to be quiet. When right. his mom go through something, he has to be quiet. Right. So now all this stuff is built up inside of him. Like, now just imagine, all these boys and teens and men in this whole, I mean, across the world, not alone in Chicago, they're holding all this stuff in. Yep. So when something small happens, that they just step on my shoes and bump me at the club, he snapped. Right. Why he snapped? Well, what's wrong with
2: him that was steady like what? Hm. you don't know how to deal with the emotion and the the feelings
1: you know what yeah. I'm saying no no so who is to teach you how to deal with
2: emotion
0: yeah right right, and that's like a pressure cooker, man. I say to people all the time, you have to have outlets, you have to have yeah, things too. that you know that you release you know whatever your hobbies your therapies be your 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 um your mantras, yeah, your breathing techniques uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, Just whatever those be, you need those in your life. They are essential to let those little, those airs, those pressures that that's the life is going to put on you every day. You have to have a release or not. You holding it all of it in, and like, at some point, that pressure going to build up like a pressure cooker, and it's going to blow. It's going it to blow the matter How small the issue don't is. Matter. What matters is how don't much. You,
2: how much have you? How much time have you spent building up? Building up all this anger. Right. So yeah, you step on my shoes, and and I've watched five people get killed in <laughs> right. the last you know two years, and I haven't I haven't dealt with that at all. Stepping on my shoes might be a problem, yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, right. yeah, it, it's it, and, but you know it ain't that you ask questions. It's just what questions do you ask? Mm. It's like we want we want these guys to grow up to be young men, but a lot of them it's like for instance, what would Kobe be if he never showed watch Michael Jordan tapes? Right. 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 So you say, well, how can you be a father or a husband if you've never seen it in your house yep. or anywhere? Yep.
0: If you don't have an example, exactly. There's no yeah. example. What are you
1: looking at? Mm. Loving hip-hop? <laughs> nah. You know
0: what
1: I'm mean? saying? Like, right. you watching TV shows, learning how to be a man or father or, or a good husband? Like, where they learning it from? Mm-hmm. they watching no tapes, like Kobe. You know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. Kobe emulated Mike. Yes. What tapes are you emulating?
0: By having the footage. I, so you know what I'm saying? What footage, do you footage you have? Yes, sir. Down in the sky, don't
1: right? Yeah, so, yeah. You, you know, that's an offensive if y'all saw that, you know, whatever. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? But that's how that's, how, that's how yeah. story was talking about offenses. But exactly. that's, how, that's, that's how you have to talk to these kids. Yeah. You have to talk to them in their language. It's not stooping down. Yeah. You talk to them in their language. So, you you know, you, you know. You, I've been through a lot in my life. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I'm gonna I'm I have a lot of testimony, so mm. I use my testimony to other people. Yes. They can soak it up or mm. not, but I'm opening up events to those people. Like, look, this what happened to me. I'm not saying that you should do what I did, but let me give you an example. Right. And then now you choose A and B. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. so like a lot of guys a lot of men, let's go to this, a lot of men it's like they don't talk to each other. They don't talk. You know what I'm saying? How many men sit like, and, and we had I had a conversation with my girl, Doctor Slay down there in Dallas. Doctor Slay, let me give a shout out to my girl, Doctor Slay. It's like, what men? Men do men sit around talking about how to love a woman? Right.
0: right.
1: Or don't we sit around talking about how to lie better than George? Right.
0: Right. Hey Trey, bear with me, brother. I do part. Please, pardon the interruption, man. Uh, we need to take a quick break, but keep that mindset because I I, I want to. Get back into that, but um as we say here on the research and experience, man, one of the things you know we try to be fruitful, and I threw out the acri- uh, the 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 word archetype. Man, I, I throw that out to our listeners again. Define it: A R C H E T Y P E archetypes, and I think it'll help us understand not only ourselves and how and why we are, but then to lead to helping others. And why, the, why they are And the, what, the things they do But you know With that all being said Archetypes Look it up Gonna take a quick break Come back Jump right back into it
2: One for your heart And the other for your mind Please listen to researchandexperience.com. I promise you You won't not be disappointed Tune in to Mafia The Reminder and Andre Holston. Alright everybody, welcome back to the Research and Experience Podcast. This is Andre Holston, All right. here with my colleague Mafia Irby. All right. We're both here with Tracy Brown of... Um, the Brown House Experience and Athletic Connection. And today, yes, we're going a little bit into Chicago, a little bit into mastery of self, a little bit into his organizations, and just having an all-around conversation about the good, the bad, and the ugly of uh, any situation. So right. uh, we are just talking about, Mafia, you just brought up archetypes and, yeah. and just role models and, and becoming... What you what you spend your time on, like like yeah. I think Trey put it in a way of, what are you watching on TV? What type of conversations are you having with the people that you're around? And right. I think that's so perfect because it ties so perfectly into what we stand for, mm-hmm. just self mastery, control yeah. your mind, control your world, and exactly. just what you invest. Exactly. Um, and you know I don't know man like like if there if there were more role models, if there were more more people for these kids to look up to, I think things could possibly change at least a little bit for the better. So, I mean, what, what, what do you think about that, man?
0: Yeah, well, like, I know for me growing up in Chicago, you know, I had both of my parents, but I will say that, like, my dad was on drugs at, like, when I was 12 years old after divorce and, you know, my parents divorced when I was seven eight. So, you know, he was always still there, but when I really needed him, you know, to learn the fundamentals of sports, the things athletic connections are doing for kids in the yeah. neighborhood. He wasn't there, but God put people in my, in my way. Uh, shout out to both Flowers. Uh, I played with great people like Tracy Brown that was so advanced at the game. They were um, student coaches, you know, so I learned from some of the best yeah. that just had genuine love. So, you know, it's all about
2: influences. Influences. You know what I mean? what, yes, the influences exactly. around you. What you surround yourself with is what you're going to ultimately become. Or what you're surrounded with by your by your outer circumstances. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you don't know how to uh, put that block up and put that wall up and try to differentiate between what, what's good for you and what's bad for you. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, at that age, being exposed to those type of circumstances so early, like, you know, you, you end up not even ever learning to be capable to differentiate between the two exactly. and you get stuck in this cycle to where it's just like, this is what it is. This is it. This is all Skills. I can do. And yes. I think it's real cool to have somebody like Trey out there kind of counteracting all of those uh, type of, type of influences that the world can have on you, especially mm-hmm. in those extreme circumstances like that. No
1: like doubt. When, yeah. No yeah doubt. I mean, I think from my, I mean, because you're above me personally, like I said, I had the talent. You know, mm-hmm. to to do you know a lot of things, and it's, you know when I was younger, but I blew it. I went left. I really left. Yeah. So my mindset: when people think of role models, they think role models are perfect. Role models are people who ha who have made the mistakes that you are about to make. Mm. Right. You know exactly. what I'm mean? saying? So exactly. I think that's what we have to learn that when people say, "Oh man, he a role model, man." He, our role models make mistakes before you, mm-hmm.
2: right. and, and continue and continue to make mistakes. Make mistakes every every day. Nobody's perfect, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, it's just a matter of being able to make those mistakes, learn from them, and keep moving, and not keep just moving. keep making those same mistakes oh, over and over and over without Amen. learning anything. If you have somebody that you can look up to that you can actually see fall and see make those mistakes yeah. and see pick themselves back up and keep walking towards the goal or the vision that they right. have, that, that, I mean, that, that's such a powerful thing to have in your life. There's nothing that can compare to it. No
1: doubt. Yeah, and another thing with role models is like everybody assume a role model has made it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody looking up, like, oh, well, Barack, okay, Uh, LeBron, uh, Kobe. It's like, nah, I listen to people who I see coming out the store that used to be this, that, and the other, Mm -hmm. and they drop a gem on me. I don't look at people funny because of the way they dress or what they have or don't have. Like, that don't even make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you you can get the game from somebody. I mean, some people go to church, some people go to the mosque, some people go you know, to um, you know, these mentoring programs, it's like you can get the game from any it's called the game actually. Yeah. You know, you can get the game from anybody. Okay. I listen to younger kids and they might tell me something oui. like man, I ain't yeah. never that, oui. <laughs> you know what mean? Like, man, I ain't never think of that. So yes. you don't have to be old, you don't have to be male or female. I mean my mom was a great inspiration to me and a lot of people. Mm. I mean i got my game from my mom and my dad, my uncles, they friends. It's All like right. to this day. They still drop them. On me, awesome. this they gonna call me. Hey, look, you should have said this. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, I forgot. Exactly, you know, something exactly. like that. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, lie, I'm not gonna allow these kids that I meet make the same mistakes yeah. I did. Yeah. it's not gonna happen. I didn't allow my brothers to make the same mistakes. No, mm-hmm. they friends. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I came up. I didn't get married, and when I was 25, 30, and nothing like that. I'm not. I'm not. I had kids out of wedlock i'm not gonna allow my brothers i didn't allow my brothers to do that or my right. kids theyself right no you're gonna break the chain
0: exactly you know what I'm
1: saying? So when i'm talking to your kid no, nah, i might not be an nba player or nfl player but i'm gonna i'm gonna bridge that gap and say exactly. look this is what you don't do don't do what i did. and you say what i do and, and that that's you know why, what I'm saying.
2: that's why it can be even better to to have the type of role model that hasn't necessarily made it in a LeBron James sense because when you're using somebody like LeBron James as your role model it's easy to pick the wrong things about that person. Mm-hmm. Like look you know, look look how look how he dresses, look how much money he spends on this. Look right. at look at his lifestyle. That's the lifestyle I wanna live. So you start trying to live that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Instead of actually digging into the actual road and the actual mistakes and the triumphs yes. that he had to get where he's at. Yeah. When you have somebody closer to you that that's within arm's length that mm-hmm. you can reach to, then you get a little bit more of a of a better vision, yeah. a better paradigm, a better mm-hmm. view of those triumphs and those trials. And yeah. then you can actually take that and and compare it to your life yes. rather than just the, the superstardom of everything and trying to emulate
0: that. Yes, it's a better interaction exactly. because you're getting information more, more first and foremost direct. Yes, yeah, so it's you it's, know, it's out
2: the mud information and
0: not exactly. necessarily from the top to bottom. Exactly, so. it's unfiltered.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: if we make yeah. say it's unfiltered. Yeah. It's, yeah. You
1: know, it's um, it, it's it's crazy out here for everybody. you know? You know so it's like God is awesome. You know, he allowed allowed me to make it this far so I know I have a purpose. Sometimes I might not know my purpose, (laughs) but I'm going to still wake up and keep going. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some people that may be dependent on me, you know. So it's like, you know, I love my nieces and my kids and, you know, my brothers and my family and my, you know, my circle of friends. It's like, you know, I'm not the smartest person in the room. Exactly. You know how the quote is, if you're the smartest person in the room, get out the room. Get out. You know, it's like, I'm not the smartest person in the room. I'm talking to y'all too. I listen to y'all, yes. you know, y'all podcast. And it's like, oh wow, I gotta write that down. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's no like, doubt. a lot of us, it's like it goes back to role models. It's like, you know, everybody assumed that, you know, if you've made and you made out the hood and you did this, you're a role model. It's like, nah, not necessarily. Right. Yeah, but there are role models mm-hmm. are on different levels. Totally. And you know, it's you know, you can't knock every man. Like, I've made my mistake, so somebody might look at me and say, um, somebody might look at me and say, oh man, he didn't make it, man. Don't listen to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, LeBron is not coming to your neighborhood to talk nope. to you. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no so doubt. We, we've got 10 NBA players from this neighborhood.
0: From Maywood and, you know alone. I mean? <laughs> from, from, from Maywood, Maywood. Illinois alone. Coming,
1: like I, I got love for them. They're not yes. coming back here every day to talk to you. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to find other ways. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, what you listen to. What are you soaking up on your timeline on those social networks? Who are you following? Who are you paying attention to. Exactly. You know, it's like, you know, some people worry about what they dress and not their grades. Yep. hmm.
2: Mhm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Totally. So it's like you know it's like I don't know man you know everybody different and you know um, you know things happen man that's all I can say it's yeah. a lot that we can say but you know it's like um, Chicago itself it's like man we need we need healing man like it, it's crazy out here for everybody for the men and the women everybody and, and yeah. these kids it's like this is our next generation it's our future man like exactly. these kids wake up thinking about killing and robbing every day mm-hmm. they don't think about nothing else yeah. they think about the podcast they think about visiting Dallas or Atlanta or thinking about going away to school or taking up a trade they think about offering a rob somebody today right Right. period and you like, know this what this ain't one or two kids go ahead go ahead
0: no I'm sorry go ahead I'm sorry to cut you
1: off <laughs> no this ain't one or two kids this is thousands of kids thousands yeah every day you know what I'm saying
0: Mm-hmm. and like, so, you know with what the research and experience podcast our, our vision which is the same vision that I, I share as a motivational and inspirational speaker my the reminder is to rich and enrich and edify individuals of self-mastery by way of controlling one's mind if you can control your mind you can control your world and you know trade with y'all getting at the people and you know talking to the kids and talking to these parents you know it, it's an amazing thing to teach them a trade. But I just want to say, man, continue to teach them about themselves with those life skills, man. Because if they can learn to control their minds and not, you know, fall fall victim to the streets or the ideas or the concepts of it, you know, they will be able to control their world. You know, I I, I have a grave. Heart for Chicago because that's my roots, that's where I'm from. And, and you know, I was given resources that these kids don't have now. And, and it's just beautiful to see that there are resources available through programs like yours, you know, Athletic Connections and the Brown House Experience. And that's just beautiful, man. So, you know, it's my prayer to man that the people wake up, man, and learn about themselves and how they operate, yeah. and then they will be better equipped. To operate in the life of life, wherever your life is, you know, whether it be Chicago, Dallas, Africa, Egypt, wherever you know you learn to control your mind, you learn to control your world, no matter how big, how small
2: you know All right Trey, tell us tell us tell us how we can get in touch with you, man with the athletic connection and the brown house experience and any way to get involved if we might be able to or have it in our hearts to do that.
1: Um, we have our own website, athleticconnection.com. That's connection with the K. Um, we have a donation tab on there. Uh, you can, you know, we can, you can reach us through Facebook. We're on Facebook, athletic, you know, facebook.com slash, backslash athleticconnection. We're on Twitter uh, at athleticconnect. We're on Instagram, athleticconnection. Uh, Instagram. Uh, we have baseball. We have football. We have athletic connection. Baseball. Athletic Connection Football on Instagram. Um, the Brown House Experience is you know, www.thebrownhouseexperience.com. Um, I mean, you know, just like I said, with the donations, anything helps. You know, it's from $5 to $50 to $500, any donations you come, through, come to or, or fill in your heart that you want to donate to us, no problem with reaching out. You can find us on Facebook, like I said, on our website, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's athletic connection, but connection is spelled with a K. Okay. So I think that's what people kind of get it differentiated at, whereas they can see connection. Right. Uh, the Brown House experience is the same thing. We're on Facebook as well. So, okay. uh, you know, you guys can come out and, uh, you know, like I said, if you're in Chicago, come out to our events. If you're not, like I said, you can donate. Um, you can go donate with credit card, you can go through PayPal, you know. Um we we'll start up a GoFundMe in one second. Um and but you know, just like I said, I appreciate being on the podcast and, okay. and Dallas, you know, I got love for y'all and you know, we got people in that area that has our same vision. So yeah. you're ready to see you know, the athletic connection banner here and there, uh in that in that city too. So, um, that's really it, you know? Yeah, that was okay. a
2: beautiful, fruitful conversation, man. This was a really good one. I'm, I'm really happy with how this no has turned out. Doubt. So I I want to, to extend my deepest gratitude towards you for coming on today, man. We, we really appreciate it. Thank you, brother.
1: Appreciate it, man. Like I said, anytime, like I said, I'll keep in contact with you brothers, man. And um, like I said, we'll go from there and maybe do a podcast down the road, man. So don't even trip, man. This straight Trey Brown from Athletic Connection. and The Brown House Experience signing off. Nah,
0: Thank right. you. I appreciate you for having me on. All right, all right man. www.researchandexperience.com. Uh, Mafia, the reminder again: I'm on a uh, motivational, inspirational speaking tour. Um, amazing, amazing tour. We here in Dallas, March 25th in DeSoto. You can get your tickets. Um, I, um, hey, bro, we might have to put together something a little, something for anyone that's listening to this. Send, a, send, a, send an email at researchandexperience.com saying you listened to this episode, the interview with Tracy Brown. And uh, leave a contact where I
2: can contact
0: you back, and I'll buy your ticket. I'll give yeah, you a send ticket.
2: Send that. Send that email to either andrehostingatresearchandexperience dot com or mafioirby at researchandexperience dot com, or if you go to www.ResearchAndExperience.com dot com, you can leave a. I believe you can leave a comment on that first welcome message yes. up there, yes. Or send a message to our Facebook, Research and Experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are all the ways to get in contact with us right now. Right now. Yeah. Um, so if you do any of those, and what do you want to do? Give out? Do like a ticket? Give out or yeah, we'll like do that. the
0: first three. The first three people that reach out, man, I, I buy you tickets to this okay. amazing tour, man. It's an empowering tour. I promise you. Anyone that's thinking that their life is hard or you going through something, come out. I have two young ladies, then that's just two young ladies that's under the age of thirty, where man, they get a testimony. And if you decide that you don't wanna make your life better, you don't wanna live. Yeah. To see these young ladies I could never even fathom the thought of someone going through this, but to see them go through Persevere and uh, and Conquer, and now these ladies are motivational speakers, they're, they're authors, they're uh, owners of non-profit organizations. Bro, I have chills in my body just talking about it right now, yeah. how inspiring it was. And then being in the city of Atlanta, you know, I just thank God for the whole experience and the opportunity to be a part of this tour and to, you know make these acquaintances, uh, these sister and brotherhoods that I have. Um, again, um, we're here in DeSoto, March 25th. Please reach out. You can get tickets at Eventbrite as well. Um, I will be posting it on Facebook as well as, um, you know, our, uh, my page, Mafia Irby, on Facebook as well. So please come out and be a blessing to yourself. Invite others and be a blessing to others.
2: Yeah, we thank y'all for tuning in and we will see y'all next Monday. Next Monday.